Hello there and welcome to Mothers Arising Podcast. My name is Olusha Yashiru and I am privileged to be the host of this podcast where we share all things motherhood, faith, family and life. I can't wait for you to dig deep into today's episode and of course, please share what you think after you're done listening to the episode. All you have to do is send us your feedback, your comments, your questions to hello at mothersarising.org. Of course, remember to share this podcast with another mother. Somebody definitely needs to hear what you're also hearing. Hello and welcome to a brand new week here at Mothers Arising. It is week four of our Rooted Mom devotional series. And I am so excited that you're here today because we're going to be talking about something very dear and special to my heart because it is something that has to do with our spiritual growth and our spiritual development as women and especially as God's children. So I have a question for you today. Did you ever play any kind of game when you were younger that involved hide and seek? Or maybe you didn't play that kind of game and it's your children playing that game nowadays. I remember having an interesting conversation about hide and seek with one of my family members when one hide and seek game was about to go terribly wrong. You see, the kids were playing a game of hide and seek when one of them had gone to hide in a place that was kind of dangerous. And unfortunately, the other child that they were playing with had decided she wanted to use the washroom and didn't want to play this game anymore. But guess what? She didn't tell the other child that she was no longer interested. So here was this child hiding and waiting to be found while the other one had stopped looking for her. Can you just imagine that? Imagine how that must have played out, right? She waited and waited and waited and waited until someone noticed that this little girl was not with the other children. And of course, it became the panic search about where she could be. A simple game of hide and seek. Where hiding should be a form of safety, comfort, trying to keep yourself away from being discovered by other people, had become a dangerous game of, we can't find her. They yelled and yelled. And they couldn't find her because, you know what? She had actually gotten a little tired of waiting and then slept off while she was waiting to be found. Interesting turn of events right there. This week on the podcast, we are talking about the secret place. This secret place, similar to a game of hide and seek, requires that we actually choose to go in there. You must choose to go and hide, right? 
And that's how it is for the secret place. You must choose to go into the secret place. But unlike hide and seek, it could never bring fear and panic or become dangerous. Have you ever noticed that the best part of any relationship is built in private? Hmm. Even plants need to be hidden and buried for the process of growth to happen. The Bible tells us in Psalm 91 verse 1 that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I needed to highlight that word dwells. Dwells is not about some occasional when I feel like kind of visit, right? It is because it is what God desires for us as his children to live, to dwell, to make a constant practice of living in God's secret place. You know, I remember what vacations felt like before I ever moved to Canada when I still used to live in Nigeria. When we went on vacation, we traveled anywhere, whether out of the country or within the country, right? We lived out of our boxes on vacation. Sometimes we would unpack, but we still leave some of our things in our suitcases. Why? Because we knew that we didn't live there. That wasn't our home. And we will need to pack up soon and go back home. I remember the day we moved here to Canada into our very first home. That same day, the same day we moved into that home, we unpacked immediately. We unpacked our luggage, we took our suitcases away, and we put them in the basement immediately. Why? Because we now live there. We had no cause to pack up and go back because we were no longer on vacation. It was now our dwelling. We wouldn't need to leave like we're there for only a short time, like we're there for only vacation. We started to buy furniture. We started to buy things that, that made it look like we now live here. We started to do the things that people who lived in a country would do. We opened bank accounts. We got ourselves into the healthcare system. We registered for various programs for residents. We settled in into a new country like it was now our home. This is the exact approach that God wants us to take when it comes to the secret place. God wants us to take a posture of permanent residents and citizens of that secret place, not like temporary visa holders who need to go back home in just a short while. God wants us to dwell. He wants us to live in, abide in the secret place. What is a secret place? A secret place is a place that no one else can go with you. It's a place where you encounter 
and experience God by yourself. Nobody can do it for you. Your secret place is the place where God meets with you on a personal level and makes an indelible mark on you, an encounter that you never ever forget. A secret place is not necessary um, is not necessarily a, a location, a physical location, right? But a state of hearts where you commune with the Father in an intimate encounter with Him. So today, let's let's talk. Let's share some thoughts about the secret place and how we can make a habit of dwelling in the secret place. First of all, let's look at how and what the secret place has to offer us. Why is it important that we make an effort to dwell in the secret place? What does the secret place have to offer us? The first thing I'd like to share with you is that the secret place is a place where you build intimacy with God. The Bible says in Psalm 107 verse 9, For he satisfies the longing soul, and the hungry soul he fills with good things. It's a place where we build intimacy with God. It's also a place where we are fed and nourished by the Lord himself. After all, it's a secret place between you and God. A place where we are fed and nourished by the Lord himself. Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. The Bible says in John chapter 4. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. This water will be in becoming him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. John 4, 13 to 14. Wow. God nourishes us and feeds us in the secret place. The secret place is also a place of strength and renewal. The Bible says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Come to Jesus. Come to his presence. Come to his secret place because it's a place where we exchange our weaknesses for the strength of God. It's a place where God renews us, where he strengthens and empowers us. Another thing about the secret place is that it's a place where we receive the power that we need to live out the life that God has called us to live. The Bible says we, in him we live and move and have our being. In him we live, we move and exist. If not for him, how would we exist? So the secret place is where we go to receive the power that we need to live out the kind of life that God wants us to live. The last thing I want to share with you about the secret place is that it is a place where we build and develop our capacity for the things that God has called us for. It's a place where we go to expand our ability to receive, expand our capacity, increase our capacity. The Bible says, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ 
may rest upon me. It's a place where God helps us to build capacity for what he's called us to do. Now that we've talked about some of the things that the secret place can do for us, let's take a look at what posture we need to take if we will dwell in God's presence, if we will dwell in the secret place. The secret place requires that we live in a constant state of anticipation. If we must dwell in God's secret place, we must be expectant. We must anticipate that we're going to have God encounters. I love how Micah 7, 7 says it. He says, but as for me, I will watch expectantly for the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. I will watch expectantly that active waiting, anticipation of what God can do, right? It is a play, it's up to us to live in that constant state of anticipation of God encounters. We need to expect, anticipate God and his presence in our everyday living. Psalm 61, 4 says, let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge in the shelter of your wings. I love the scripture in Matthew 25 that says that the wise virgins lived in anticipation of meeting the bridegroom. And what did they do? The Bible says they they were ready. They prepared themselves for the bridegroom. So if we're going to dwell in the secret place, we must intentionally prepare for it. So the first thing that we mentioned is we must live in anticipation. And then now we must prepare and be ready. The Bible says Matthew 25:13, the the story of the of the virgins, it says, therefore, be on the alerts. In the amplified version, it says, be prepared and ready. For you do not know the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. You don't know how God is going to interrupt your everyday ordinary moment to give you a God moment. We must live ready and position our hearts to hear God and to let him take us on this journey of depth in our intimacy with him in the secret place. I love what the Bible says in Luke chapter 2 describing what this looks like. The Bible says there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord Christ. This man was looking anxious, expectant about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So he waited in the temple. He kept he kept visiting the temple. And of course, what happened? He saw Jesus because he was so eager, so expectant. He was ready for it, preparing his heart for it. The third thing that we must do to ensure that we have this posture of of expectation when it comes to God's secret place is we must plan and prioritize times 
for the secret place. Let our private moments of encounters with God be something that we make room for, to seek out. We must make time. We must make space in our lives to seek out that secret place, to step into it. Psalm 63 verse 1 says, God, you are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Wow. The secret place is where we should long to dwell. It's a place of superior advantage. It's a place where we are are most powerful to deliver on the life that God has called us to live. So let me ask you this week, how will you live in anticipation? How will you live expecting? How will you make time to dwell in the secret place this week? How will you make the shift in your thoughts from just living like a temporary resident to living like a permanent resident in God's presence, in God's secret place? How will you make your secret place encounter something you always anticipate and long for? That you make it a priority every single moment, every single waking hour of your life. This week, let's take a, th- a deep thought about these things. Let's talk to God about it. Let us ask Him for the desire for His presence and also ask Him for the grace to lean into. The secret place always. The Bible says it is God that works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So even the desire to do is from God. And then the ability to do is also from him. How about we ask him together today? Let's just pray together. Lord, we thank you because you love us so very much. Even so much more than we could ever, ever love you. Thank you because you desire that we dwell in your secret place. You desire that we dwell in your presence. And so Lord, we just ask that Lord, from today, from these moments, all of us together will have this hunger pangs, this desire, this anticipation for your secret place. And we commit afresh today, oh God, to making room in our hearts, making room in our lives, for what you want to do in the secret place. We declare every moment of our day will be full of God encounters in the name of Jesus. Thank you, awesome Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today again on this podcast. I cannot wait to see you next week as we continue in our Rooted Mom devotional series. Have a beautiful week and don't forget to stay connected to the secret place. God bless you.